what is good divine dolls i hope everything is going well so yep here i am it's been a couple of hours since my last podcast even though i just went ahead and uploaded it now because i get into these moods where i'm kind of like all of a sudden I have to start moving and then I just drop what I'm doing and then, you know, come back and I'm like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and upload this. So just went ahead and uploaded that one and um, had a really productive morning. I, I hope I can go to bed early and fall asleep early. I, I don't mind the work schedule. Whew. It feels good to be productive. Um, but so here's a thought that came to mind and... Um, I've I've kind of shared this before too, because there's kind of lessons be- in between the lessons, and I think that's kind of why I like the musing aspect of what I do. But um, I've mentioned to you before that my learning style, I learned that my learning style is um, I'm a kinesthetic learner. I did not learn this until after I had finished my master's in business administration, and I was working on my doctorate program, and I was like, what the heck? Let me just take this class. I'm really thankful for the opportunity. I took a class where they taught us how to study using color. Um, all All I remember is kinesthetic, but there's other types of learners too. Kinesthetic is the type of person that's kind of like hands on or we have to be moving. And I tested this. Um... Kid you not, even elementary, high school, like I said, all of it, um, undergrad, grad school, I made it. I wasn't, you know, doing as good as I could. I think my doc, my graduate program was one of the best because you're kind of becoming self-aware. But at a doctorate level, that was the first time I was getting straight A's. I remember my final exam, I only missed one question. And the only reason I missed that one question is because I sped through the question and I did not double check it. Um, That's the only reason. (laughs) That's the only reason. Um, Right. And so but I would go to the library and um, in the library, they had a... um, like a, a bicycle that you could study. It was like a study desk. And so it had a, a, a desktop surface and you would just sit at the desk and um, they had it close to an outlet so I could plug in my laptop, plug in my cell phone and just spread out my highlighters. I learned how to use colors, encouraged to use more like lines, more shapes, more coloring, like more coloring, more drawing, um, those type of things, um, more bubbles um, that are kind of connected. And so, um, I say all that to say, I hope, you know, that that kind of gives you an idea of what kind of learner you might be. If that connects on some level, if you have a child that has that, um, that, that, and, and here's the thing. And, and then I'm, I'm going to get into the topic that I have in the title about the rose bushes. I'm pretty sure I'm going to title it, um, running through the rose bushes does not, give you thicker skin (laughs) and I'm gonna have so much fun with that one but I'm saying this in particular too and I've kind of mentioned it before but sometimes I feel impressed to say it because I know sometimes I get different people check in I'm a girl and I'm a quiet girl I was raised to be seen and not heard but I also have a very shy personality right so for the most part you put me in a corner give me some coloring books I'm as happy as you know, peach cobbler pie, like I'm just on top of the moon, throw in some music with some headphones and I'm happy. But what would happen in the classroom is because I was the quiet good girl. Um, 
I wasn't really prompted. So there they wouldn't have known that I learn better when I'm active. Like you put me in there, put me in the game coach, put me hands on, let me touch things, let me feel things, um, incorporate kind of like that study desk type of thing or where I have a little bit more like jump roping in between, hopscotch in between, double dutch. This is kind of like why, this is kind of why recess is so important and you'd be surprised that not only have they reduced the number of recess periods that you have, but they've um re- like almost damn near like eliminated them. But recess does serve a, a, a purpose um, moments of activity. I've also mentioned Pomodoro technique really works well for my personality too, where I have 25 hours of 25, <laughs> 25 minutes of concentration followed by five minutes of a, of a, of a break. So I allow myself to immerse myself in, um, intense focus and then just back up, drink some water, get my water in. Um, so in, in, about four hours, I will. I should have probably gotten my my water in for the day. I can squeeze in like uh, one of the things I want to get. It's on my list. is a is a rebounder. It's like a little indoor trampoline. You can use it outside too. You can just pick it up and take it out to the patio and and bounce on that too. Really good for your lymphatic system. Great for muscle toning. You can look at before and afters of people who do rebounding or use the indoor trampoline thing. Put on a good song. Jump around a couple times. So, but anyway, so here we are. I'm going to, I'm going to say at the six minute mark. So, um, here I was just cleaning up around the house and decided to take some of my, cause usually the, the landscaper will take care of the stuff outside, but I just wanted to do some in between maintenance. And so it was while I was being active. So here it is at the six minute mark. I'm going to put it on my, um, for those of you coming in for the six minute mark for specifically what's in the title and it's titled, um, running through the rose bushes does not give you thicker skin. And the reason I wanted to use that language is because there's been a lot of um, discussions, especially in the dating market about, you know, how women are going about this stuff. And sometimes they'll, I feel like these guys are kind of like gaslighters, supreme gaslighters. Because they will tell you like, oh, well, you know, you haven't dated every single guy. Um, those are the people that you know, you're not choosing better, but you kind of have to understand, like, I'm trying to use as many analogies as possible. And it's one of those things that's kind of like, if you run through rose bushes, you're gonna get cut, you're gonna get those thorns in your side, and you're gonna get scratched up. So the 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 solution is not for you to keep running through the rose bushes. The the solution is to stop running through the effing rose bushes. And I think that part of um you've probably heard my growth and the understanding that I've I've come across, you know, like there's content creators out there that are addressing this stuff. And and you know, this is like um my mom likes to use a phrase, this is a hog and a heck of a hobble. <laughs> There's a whole bunch about like who said what and whatever. I you know, I've said stuff. I've low key seen some people branch off of my content. I I think part of why the reason it doesn't bother me is because I'm coming across as a true and certified sigma female. So, I don't have a problem with alpha females being out at the forefront. If they if they slip up somewhere, I'm gonna come in. I got their back type of a thing, but that's kind of how I view my content too. I'm more kind of like the universe is going to take care of me. Um, if there's stuff that I have to get paid for, then, you know, I will set those parameters and stuff, but 
I look at it more mission-based. So mission-based, I, I, whatever is good and is going to help people and needs to get out, that's what I was here for, right? Um, but I don't expect everybody to be like that. I think that there are, I understand, I think I'm becoming more and more understanding of other people. So, but with that being said, just to be clear, and I, it's kind of hard too, because right now there's the, like the landscape right now is, um, if you haven't even noticed, there's like one particular content creator, I will definitely not mention again, because it's kind of like you, you know, people go there and they got scrabbed up. Speaking of like rose bushes, right? It's just kind of like, ah, now that being said, I am going to do a separate podcast about women etiquette, women's etiquette and learning how to read the room and learning to stay in your GD <laughs> echo chamber. If you don't agree with what somebody's saying on a channel, you don't have to tell them that. You have to low-key like let them stay in their echo chamber. That content creator is dead set on what it is that they are saying. So I'm pretty sure when I have my my channel coming soon, um, if you're going to be disagreeable, and di I'm a little bit more lax with the disagreeing, depending. And I can't wait to wield my sword type of a thing. But for the most part, I'm a little bit more agreeable with my disagreeableness. But at the same time, um, don't don't come to my channel and straight out be disrespectful and rude because I will cut you off. I will block and delete. I'm the queen of it. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. That's, that can't wait okay, to get that off the ground. I can show you better than I can tell you type of a thing, right? But um, and so but and so there's this landscape also that's going on out there about who said what and whatever, what have you. And it's like, if you say, well, this person said so-and-so, then there is a possibility that people that may or may not agree might go to those channels and state their stuff. Don't do that, y'all. Please, not on my behalf. If you agree with me, come to my channel and say, I agree with you. And we stay in our echo chamber and we do that, you know, song and dance. But you cannot, I think that with both men and women, you, there is no persuading them. This is something that they have to seek from within themselves. This is a kind of like a theory that I'm kind of testing out while I'm here on this planet called Earth. You know, I've been exploring like, is it nature or nurture? And I feel like if it's in you and you're seeking, what you're seeking will find you. That's one of my favorite quotes by Rumi. What you seek is seeking you. So if people are really wanting to find an, um, content about why, you know, men are a certain way, they're going to continue to seek it until they find that content and or you will come up with the content yourself, right? So those are your two options. You will seek it and you will resonate with that and you will go there, but it's not for you to go to other places and then cause disruption because they're not ready for it. And I think that that's part of what this whole conversation too about running through the rose bushes really encompasses. It really encompasses that too, because when you understand, um, the other title I wanted to use was do not negotiate with terrorists, right? Um, when you understand that you're, that you're, Dealing with rose bushes, and yes, I got this content from Princella Clark, right? Once you understand how men are and how their brains are and how testosterone affects them, unless they're a highly evolved or a transcended being or higher on the higher a Maslow's hierarchy of needs in terms of self actualization and self transcendence, you are dealing with you know. And when I say um. 
you're dealing with the with the with the terrorists. I joke about it. Um, some of you have heard this on a previous podcast, and it 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 tickled me. It really tickled me pink. Um, but it, it's kind of like when you understand what you're dealing with, and you understand that you you cannot rationalize. I think more so with men. Men tend to be more disagreeable. I think than women. Um, more so, but I'm not saying that women cannot be disagreeable as well. Um, when you understand that human nature, we, we're, we're going to, if we're not ready for something, we're not going to be open to it, right? If it's within them and they hear it and it comes on the algorithm and they gravitate to it, then welcome them into that space, right? But even in the last podcast that I did, I was talking about how there's this um, black woman like appealing to law enforcement to stop going into her communities and stop killing people. But, you know, you get to a point where it's kind of like you are dealing with terrorists. And let me give you kind of like the gentler reason of why I'm saying this. Right. And why you stop trying to like really persuade people, you know, to get you off your square, because. I shared this story about how this mom was showing a she did a little TikTok and her husband had gone shopping with her daughter and her daughter was maybe like, I want to say she had to have been like a good two to three years old, right? Still kind of in that temper tantrum, the terrible twos stage. And so he gets out of the car. You can tell he's upset. He's probably called his wife and been like, babe, little Becky, it was was a white family, right? It's like, little Becky is going bonkers. She is wilding out. And, you know, the little girl, she has her, like, favorite sparkling boots on type of a thing. And she is laid out flat on the concrete of the the garage, right? So he pulls the groceries out. He calmly closes his door, opens the door. Well, she had gotten out at that point. And he just picks her up by the jacket and she remained like in a flat <laughs> vertical state. And he just picks her up and just takes her into the into the house. And it's like, I'm not going to fuss with you. I'm not going to fight with you. And but he understood that he's dealing with someone that is stubborn. You, you know, talking to them, negotiating with them is not going to persuade them. So it brings you to this whole resolution of like, what is my locus of control? How can I deal with it? Right? So he is the adult. He understands that that's how she's acting and he just picks her up and just, he doesn't have to lose his calm. He already knows what time it is. And so, but what tickled me was, um, even though I'm I'm not a, a parent myself, um, somebody put in the comments to not negotiate with terrorists. And so I think it's the same thing. You can spill it over into how we deal with government and how you deal with people in your life and or even with men and i think that um i i i still have a lot of growth you know and internal things to resolve but i don't want it to be a limiting belief where it's kind of like oh i can't move forward or move any higher transcend until i fully understand this because sometimes that that can be you know kind of the way i approach things it's kind of like i must understand everything to the depths of this this phenomena or whatever but um um you once you understand that um dealing with xy's has its thorns and stuff like that and they're out here telling us like oh you know it's not every listen you're dealing with rose bushes okay 
are there going to be people who can that can walk through certain gardens and walk through without getting um scratched up or getting pricked yeah but that means and this is so interesting to me too because you might kind of wonder the reason i i um my mom loves 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 roses i got my love of flowers from my mom low-key she kind of named me a little bit too in keeping with that but although it's kind of like a family name too and so but i love flowers you want to get on my good side buy me flowers oh my gosh i love flowers anyways as if i didn't tell you <laughs> i'm that girl right i like flowers but Growing up, um, I remember we used to take care of this elderly lady's um, rose garden. So she had like citrus trees, and but she had all these rose gardens. And there's a there's a beautiful science to it. Um, and it, you don't just go in there and cut it with any kind of prunes. Yeah, prune pruners share shears right pruner shears whatever. They've got to be sharp. Um, you got to cut them at a certain angle. And if you cut them a certain way, this is how you get bouquets. Um, and you also, you know, when, when you're going into the winter, um, you you seal off that area with, the, with glue. Um, but you also want to pay attention to how you space them out. And so not only does it make it easier for you to go through them without tearing your skin apart, you know what I'm saying? But it also makes it easier for the gardener to get in between them and and process them the way you need to. So are there parameters to going through the rose bushes and getting to where you can um, you can smell them and enjoy them? Yeah. And I think that that kind of speaks to, I think once women understand you're dealing with rose bushes and running through rose bushes that have not been, you're going to get you know, scratched with the thorns every single time. And I think even when I think about my last relationship, it was very, very, very painful, very painful. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of does bother me a little bit too, because um, it, it was just like a little tiny moment of the deepest sorrow and grief, grief resurfaced a little bit um, this morning, kind of because I that's what made me want to kind of like, okay, um, when I'm done with my whatever I'm working on, I'm going to come on and, and do this discussion because there is no way you're going to tell me that all of this pain that I felt, those, um, because when I, when I went, I, I went into shock. I went into shock when I found out about what happened, you know, like with my whole relationship. I, and so it took me a good two years. Um, the first parts of my, my podcast, you can hear me going through the process. Um, a lot of tears for those of you who've been with my day ones and stuff like that. And that whole process. And it was so completely unnecessary, completely unnecessary because, um, the, up until that point, the advice or the sentiment was always, Keep running through the rose bushes. You're going to, you know, roses smell beautiful. They're pretty. Keep running through the rose bushes. You're going to get thicker skin. I remember one time, um, you know, because I am sentimental as it is, right? I, I'm that type of girl. Like, I fall in love. I, I really tend to, like, you know, genuinely like people for who they are. So, um. 
until they show me their ass <laughs> type of thing. So, but, but that's not the best advice to be giving to young girls either. You're going to get scratched up. And I, and I remember um, one lady from the church, she had, she actually had married somebody like, I don't want to say he was NFL. He might've been, but he was high up in the like sport leagues, like um, definitely in football and stuff like that. And so um, her thing was just like, girl, you know, just like get over it. You can just kind of like run through them type of thing. And I'm like, I was like clutching my pearls. And I'm like, back then I didn't have this type of language, but I was just like, I don't, I'm, this is painful stuff. Like, why would I continue to just pick up and run through it again? Like I haven't even given myself time to heal from the thorns. Shit. I still got thorns in my skin. Like, and if you've ever gotten pricked by a, a thorn before from a rose bush, and I told you like we grew up taking care of, like just a little bit, like maybe for just like maybe a couple years. But um that was a fun process for me. And um my mom loves flowers so much so that we actually took a road trip from California all the way up to Canada. Um beautiful, all along the coast at some points in time. Um, did some amazing pit stops, whatever you do, do not stop in Oregon. My brother told me this on his way driving up to Washington and, um, cause the hills have eyes up there and, um, yeah, I'm gonna tell you some of my favorite areas was driving through like Siskiyou Canyon. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Um, would I want to live there? Probably not. <laughs> cause it was just all like, um, I wouldn't say like cedars, but like, um, and I wouldn't say they were redwoods either. Those were pretty. We saw like sequoia trees too. They were kind of like, um, the best way I can explain it is like really like lots and lots and lots of really tall, skinny Christmas trees that were really, really green. So they weren't like sparse like Christmas trees. But yeah, so but Siskiyou Canyon, loved it. I was like, I woke up and I'm like, what is this place? And it's like for miles and miles and miles of open road. But... excuse me um so but um hills have eyes and so we actually went to canada there's a there's a um rose garden up out there um botanical garden if i said it was probably like a square mile I, i probably would be underestimating it but beautiful but so um <clears throat> rose bushes i think that it's completely on the the stuff i went through is completely unnecessary and i think that if we had conversations with our younger women earlier about what it really is then because because i basically in essence lost two years when i when, part of the reason that makes me kind of aggravated with these conversations about what we tell you our younger girls and or we don't tell our younger um girls is because I lost a good two years. It completely wiped me out. To this day, I don't know what I would have done if I was working a nine to five because I think that that job, it would have absolutely suffered. Absolutely. Um, And so that was around the time I was learning how to trade. And I, as I'm getting myself back together here, I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, this is easy. Like, why didn't you get it? But if you've ever been through depression, 
clarity and focus and concentration are just not it it's really difficult if you've been there then then um you'll kind of understand it but i think it's kind of funny because before i ever experienced it if you tried to explain it to me i i wouldn't really be able to understand what it feels like um and so it was just like this fogginess so now that i'm getting back into the game it's stuff that i really should have been able to catch on to quicker and um and so it does aggravate my soul because i should have been been trading these are things i should have been able to learn but it just took me all the way out and i feel like other young girls i mean if especially like if they're wanting to date after high school their brains are still developing until the age of 25 they're going through college and god forbid this has happened to where you are getting your education and feeding your your mind and your brain and doing all this analytical and critical thinking and and you're going through these distractions with with these xy's not understanding it and so now your your studies are suffering your jobs are suffering your relationships and it's completely unnecessary and and, and it can take you out to where now we're talking about 2 years 2 to 3 years of lost income the the physical toll that it takes on your body right the other interesting thing about why I like this analogy of um ro- running through the rose bushes repeatedly does not give you thicker skin you know is that I talked about what are the best parameters and I think that um one of the things that comes up with when you're dealing with xy's is you there's that there's that phrase standards boundaries and expectations that is a phrase that I learned from Cynthia and it was so funny from Cynthia G because I remember like I'd be like standards expectations wait what's the third one boundaries standards wait what's the third one so I finally got it it's like standards boundaries and expectations and it's so interesting to me too cuz I will say this too I was thinking about it I was like you know I think one of the best things that you could do for little girls, and and this could be sarcastic, but love me or hate hate it, right? Um, right. And I still said love me or hate the concept. Don't hate me, hate the concept. <laughs> but the best thing you could probably do for like little girls is to get them a dog and to get them to train that dog. Um, I know sometimes they're good to have in the home, but I noticed even with my niece, um, when she comes to visit. I have her I have her walk my dog and as I'm doing it it's teaching her to be these are some of the things that you want to kind of have with that right you don't necessarily have to go out and get you a pet that you're going to have to be feeding on a monthly basis and giving treats and grooming and you know vet bills and all that type of stuff but here's the principle you want your girls to be self-aware of their surroundings um, from an early age. So that's something that I'm working with her because I want her to be prepared for not only now, she's still at that age where she can get snatched up, right? And um, But going into college and I want her to have a, an awareness of like at least the same six feet that I have. Like I make her as like, okay, 30 feet out. And so when you're walking a dog, it I'm like, you are responsible for this dog. So 
you need to start scanning around you to make sure that if you hear like um, sometimes a dog will get loose and you will hear it coming first. So you have to heighten your um, awareness to make sure that, okay, are there things coming behind me? You're starting to scan even as you're walking and it doesn't even have to be hyper paranoid, right? You just learn to just scan, be vigilant and kind of just, you know, have a scanning motion where you're looking over your left shoulder, your right shoulder. You're aware of the sounds around you. To and and so if you're teaching them to do that for the dog, there's that aspect of it. If you you have to be able to spot if a dog is coming from behind you or if you hear it coming from um, ahead of you. Um, when you're teaching a dog, um, you have to discipline it, right? You. You don't let them pull you ahead. You teach them to walk alongside with you. And sometimes that means that they don't get to piss on everything unless it's it's that time or at, they're at the park. So that means as soon as you feel that, you know, they're swaying, you have to course correct immediately. And I, the reason I say that is because when you understand how to deal with men, you have to be able to be clear, direct, and course correct immediately. Um, in between both Cynthia and G and Priscilla, they talk about how men respond to clear cut, um, authoritative. This is part of the reason that they say they respond better to military, to discipline. And it made me think like, oh my gosh, when I deal with, when I dealt with my ex-wives or ex-wives around me, I think more so in, in a romantic setting, I wasn't direct or clear. I was soft. I was um, submissive, which is the complete opposite. You have to be clear. You have to be direct and kind of like a commanding authoritative. And even when you think about self-defense, one of the things they tell you is that you have to say, stop, you know, very commanding, very authoritative, even like when you're doing, um, emergency response and it depends too because I've had to do it several times myself. I've been trained for it. But um, true to Sigma form, you have to take split second decisions. If no one else is jumping to that call, you step in almost within milliseconds, right? Um, but if, if you have somebody who's trained to be first responder, first responder, then you go second key to fill in whatever they're not putting in, but it goes in from you responding to take care of that person. And you have to point at that, you know, whoever's around you and say, you call 911, you go call, you know, get this person, you blah, 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 and then go into rescue. So I think that it's beneficial for women to, to speak more commanding, authoritative, which sometimes, you know, that's what you need to survive. And so that's what I talk about, why I think it's so interesting to use the analogy of rose bushes, because rose bushes can be beautiful, but you have to know what it is that you're dealing with. You have to understand how testosterone affects their brain. You have to understand that their brains are developed a little bit different than their, than ours. And so there can be that erratic behavior. There can be that emotional quicker emotional response that comes from men than from women surprisingly surprisingly right and so when I talk about how you have to prune them a certain way and set the glue a certain way and you have to space them out a certain way you know that means that you kind of have to have discipline in order and then that means that you're not just going to be you know 
we talk about I think that there's certain communities where there's rose bushes just all amok, just all out of control, no order, no foresight on how to, you know, plan and program things, right? So, and then your instructions to women are like, run through the rose bushes, <laughs> enjoy, you know, take time to smell the roses. No. And so that means that I think that we're at a point in time where there are some communities where the women can just walk through and enjoy the roses. And I think that in some communities we have to, you know, whether it's, and, and I have, I think that I'm in the space too, like I'm huge on autonomy, even for the space I'm in right now for myself. You've heard it, me talking about like even the transition I've been going through with allowing other people to trade for me versus me just trading for myself. I trust myself way more than, you know, I, um, obviously there was an element of trust with the trusting other people to trade for me, but then especially, especially with it being XYs doing the trading. And part of the reason we're not getting our passive income is because one guy got pissed off that another guy asked him why he doesn't trade in December. And so then he fired the guy, didn't have a backup plan. And so it's been five months from since we've gotten paid they just got a new trader type of a thing, you know, but and so it's like, oh my gosh, you're that erratic that now you have thousands of people suffering because of your ego. I'm like, nah, 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 son. Listen, my mind is clear again. Let me get into the market. Um, I can, I'm a relatively quick learner. I think that there's just a little bit of anxiety, like getting back into it, but let me get back into the swing of things. I, I have the discipline to get in there, do what I need to. And if I need to show up, I can show up for myself. But you're not going to tell me I'm going to be left at someone's disposal, you know, left to their mercy. And I think that is that the answer that every woman wants to hear? No, <laughs> no, I don't think that we want to hear that, you know, we're going to have someone to come and rescue us or say that that's what we would prefer to have. Right. But, um, I can say that life is so much better when you have autonomy. I think that every woman, every girl, every, you know, especially in it's, I don't know, like I said, because my views are that the young ladies that have a certain, whatever innate, desire meaning that it comes it's intrinsic it's from something from within them if they are naturally wanting to um have a better outcome they're going to start searching for that content i think that there's way more helpful content now that's why i feel comfortable saying that but i can say as somebody who's always been seeking to further develop themselves like, I remember, well, you know, okay, so let's talk about this. One of the first books that um one of my friends actually got me when I was in, were we in high school? I want to say we were in high school because she moved away um, her junior year. So it would have been, I want to say my senior year. And the book was titled, He's Just Not That Into You, right? And um, I think that that book actually could have carried a way more weight but I think that with all the other voices that are out there it's just kind of like 
Um, I think especially some of the gripes that we have now about femininity school and wife school is kind of like, no, you can make him be into you. You can persuade him. You can turn the curve. You can compete with other women to make him be into you. XYs are XYs. And I don't, you know, and, and so these men stay telling you too, that they're not into you. They don't even like you, but I'm already over the 36 minute mark. So that's my thing. Like, I think these guys, they, they, they will tend to kind of gaslight you and tell you like, well, keep running through the rose bushes. Just, you haven't met the right person yet, which I kind of, okay, I can understand, but I don't, I think that it's not the solution. I think the solution is if if that kind of makes sense, like you men for the most part are all the same. So you're going to get, um, you're going to be dealing with thorns in, in the situation. I think it's one thing for you to know that there's thorns. And if, if, and this is my whole thing too, because I might, the, my stance right now is I'm not even running through rose bushes. Like I will drive by and I'll see you guys all running through the rose bushes or whatever, what have you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I might stick to like calla lilies, sunflowers. Um, uh, what's another like uh, kind of flowers that we have? Hydrangeas. I love hydrangeas in all the different colors. I like them in pink in particular, like pink and white. You know, I'll stick to other flowers stuff and kind of just stay out of those those um, areas. But I, I hope that this kind of helped. I don't want to make that too long. I'll, I'll probably tie up some loose ends on this on another podcast. But I don't think the solution is for you to keep doing the same thing over and over again, I think is, is what it is too. Understand what you're dealing with. Understand the nature of, of, of how they really move. And then, and then it really should be an empowering process for real, for real. Because then now you can move different. That's the whole thing about running through the rose bushes right? Now you can move different and now you can look to see, maybe I shouldn't be running through these rose bushes. Maybe I'll go to a botanical garden where everything is taken care of, where there's order, where there's control. And if I decide to grow a rose garden, space them out, give myself room to walk in between them, understand that there's thorns. Now I can wear gloves. Now I won't just be reaching my hand in there, you know, type of a thing. I'm going to take time to really see where the rosebud is and be able to hold it under the rose, you know, type of thing, right under the petals and go in there. And yeah, like we even got trained how to take off the thorns without getting, without getting scratched and stuff like that. So it just kind of speaks to like putting more of the control in yourself. And surprisingly, men are X, their XYs are things that need to be kind of like pruned. They're, they're creatures and beings and species that need to be. And I think that um, women are capable of doing it. And I think that the submissive, you know, aspect is not beneficial at all. Like you, if, if, if you, if you want to deal with it, understand that you need to go in there with, to set those boundaries, those expectations and, and, and order. And again, it kind of, you know, talking about running through the rose bushes, we are overpopulated with, with the male species. I do want to also talk a little bit more about, um, like not planned parenthood, but you know, I talked about my experience about how 
I'll, I'll just kind of say it here. I don't know to what degree people are going to stay past the 30 minute mark, but there was a moment in time where like one of the very few times in life I was late with my period, right? So there was that possibility like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And I did the math and I'm like, oh my freaking goodness of all times, I'm probably going to be having a Gemini. I can't stand Geminis. Cannot stand Geminis. I'm sorry. I sorry, I sorry, I sorry. If you're a Gemini, God bless you. I, I don't listen. I just, it's, I, and this is the thing. Like we can have healthy conversations. We really can, but it's just something about them that just irritates my very soul. I would say it's that and um, Capricorns, y'all. Capricorns. Um, God bless y'all. And, it, and and I'm at a space where it's like, if we can have friendly conversation and we'll be like via condios, we're good. But, but, and so I was like, and then I'm a water sign and the X at the time was a water sign too. Geminis do not get along with water signs for the most part. And I researched the heck out of it. Right. But I wish that, that we were a little bit more intentional about when we have our kids there is attention and care that needs to be done to it, you know, and, and my parents are not into natal charts. I don't think that it really would have mattered anyways, but I wish that it had been a little bit more like development in terms of like, oh, she's a kinesthetic learner or, you know, she's a Virgo. So she really needs a routine and a good schedule or, you know, this is her communication style, just like a little bit more hands-on development, like helping to nurture my my personal growth. And I wish more parents paid attention to that. That's why I'm, one of my biggest things is like, teach your girls too. And I think be aware, of, you know, like teach them how to kind of navigate things. Um. So yeah, I'll just keep it short. I'm obviously not going to solve all of the world's problems in one podcast. So but I enjoy talking with you. I'm definitely going to take a cat nap um, and then go make some lunch. I'm going to try something new today. Um, actually, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try something new today. Um, try to cook something different. And um, I will definitely come back on later. Um, just going to give myself to regroup, some time to regroup and refocus. So enjoy the rest of your day. Have a powerful upbeat and creative day. I think one of the most beautiful things, one of the most things that we don't celebrate enough is a powerful woman. And a woman to me that is powerful has beauty and brains, hands down. Don't run away from power. I think that sometimes people have these conversations about femininity and what power really looks like and what femininity really looks like. But hands down, feminine, the most powerful being on this earth, I think is is a a woman that has beauty and brains. And I think sometimes we try to shy away from the beauty aspect of it, but it's all encompassing. Because if you take care of your internal and the supplements and drinking your water and paying attention to what you eat and doing the beautification, the cleansing, the manicures, the pedicures, it's all intrinsic. And, and that inward glow will glow to the outside of it. And I don't know, it's something really beautiful about a woman that takes care of herself, you know, but sometimes we try to suppress it and try to make it seem like you can just be gruff 
or not take care of your uh, um appearance and i kind of like low-key feel is ungodly like ungodnessless type of thing but anyways those are temple talks right this this could be a series of like temple talks um oh you know what yeah i'm gonna put a the uh temple i have over 90 temples in one of my intention setting journals they're absolutely beautiful they will take your breath away so yeah let me go ahead and put a temple for the for the um for the thumbnail all right so i hope you enjoy enjoyed this conversation you know what could i upload this you know what I'm going to try to upload this to YouTube. If you're hearing this on YouTube, please give me a like, you know, because your girl is figuring out the technical side of the <laughs> of things. Um, yeah, and then that will give us a little bit of a chance for us. I think this will be a good topic for you to kind of leave your comments below what you think, what you agree with, what you disagree with. Trolls will be probably, uh, listen... Low-key, I'm going to have fun with the trolls. I'm not encouraging them to come to my, my page, but it'll be fun to see how I handle those. And then, um, but I look forward to creating that, that platform and maybe that's something I can work on later tonight or later today. We will see. So yeah, let me go ahead and try to upload this y'all <laughs> to YouTube. Um, if I do, I will mention it in another podcast. I'm not going to have you guys go over there yet because, um... I'm going to have to try to remember my login, <laughs> log in there and try to upload this and just put the thumbnail of the temple and it, it can be one of our first temple talks. So I will talk to you all later until the next one. Bye.